0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Roots, Rednecks, and Radicals podcast. Today, we're going to learn something new and interesting in the world of Americana, roots, and folk music. But before we get to that, I want to say a quick reminder to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this. And if you're on social media, just give me a follow if you haven't already. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Just search up the name of the show and you'll find me there. All right, let's get to today's episode. Today, I'm doing an album review of Molly Tuttle's album uh, City of Gold Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway is is, is her and her band and uh, put out this album in 2023 it's amazing it sounds great the songwriting is fantastic the instrumentation is great as well and uh, it was one of my favorite records from last year so I wanted to spend a little time with it and spend that on my radio show and go over the songs and uh, kind of dissect what's going on on that album so here you go this is Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway City of Gold and my album review enjoy Molly Tuttle put out a great album this year in 2023, and uh, it's 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 just fantastic. And uh, I didn't get a whole lot of time to uh, um, uh, to go over it until recently. Got it for a Christmas present. Thanks to my lovely wife, Jess. Thank you for that. And uh, I've been listening to it this the uh, last uh, couple of days. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to share it with you all and uh, listen to some vinyl together. So, yeah, just a little bit about the album. Uh, it's Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway, and the album's called City of Gold. And uh, just wanted to um, uh, do a little listen with this and, uh, like I said, go over uh, some of these songs. So um, the uh, first song we're going to listen to is called called El Dorado, and uh, give me a second here to um, get things going. I'm going to uh, bring this up real quick. All right, yeah. So this first track here is called El Dorado, and um, yeah, we'll just, just listen to a little bit of it, and then I'm going to um, come back in just a second.
1: Keep the red lights burning from here to hell and back. Duck for silver and for gold from Boulder up to Hades. When I hit Coloma, boys, I made my final claim. Cross the high Sierras in the spring of 48. And every man with shovel and pan has stumbled through my gates. Behind these doors, whiskey pours and loving flows like wine. I'm exposed to mother loaths, they'll dig or else I try.
0: So this first track is uh, the first single off the album, and uh, it's, it's fantastic. Great bluegrass tune, and uh, I've been a, a real big fan of Molly Tuttle, uh, since basically since I got this radio show going. Uh, she just has such a great guitar style and, 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 and great harmonies, and her band is absolutely fantastic. So they go by Golden Highway, and uh, it's made up of Braun and Keith Hines. She plays Fiddle and does harmony vocals. Um, the mandolin player is Dominic Leslie. And then Kyle Tuttle plays banjo and harmony vocals. He's amazing. He's also... Um, uh, his partner is Lin- Lindsay Liu. If, you, if you're familiar with her, she's another uh, folk bluegrass artist. I've seen her play up at um, Winter Wondergrass a couple of times. She's great. And then uh, the bass player is Shelby Means. And then um, what I think really stands out to uh, to me about the band is the, 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 the harmonies. So you have um, Molly... Uh, Bronin and uh, Shelby, um, uh, all female vocalists, and then uh, Kyle um, uh, bring in uh, the male vocals. And they just have such a great blend of uh, sound, and the harmonies sound fantastic all the time. I saw them live this last uh, April, March, uh, whenever they, I think it was in April, first week of April, when they played up at, uh, up at Tahoe at uh, Winter Wondergrass. And uh, absolutely stellar. They, they sound just as good live as they do on, on record. Um, and this record was produced by Jerry Douglas, as was the last one. And if you know anything about um, uh, bluegrass and folk music, Jerry Douglas is just an absolute legend. And um, he's been getting into producing lately, and I think that's super fantastic uh, because he's great at, um, at, uh, at, at doing that. And he's also an incredible dobo player. Um, if you don't know dobro, it's a it's sort of the acoustic version of the steel guitar. The strings are raised up a little bit off the the fretboard, and you play it with a slide. Um, so it's a, it's a slide guitar um, sort of thing. And he came to fame under when the um, the album the soundtrack for uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou came out, and uh, that's kind of where he rose to prominence. So, uh, so yeah, some some great uh, great names and great musicians on this. Listen to uh, a little bit of the, uh, the instrumentals here. another thing that I really like about this song in particular and and it's throughout the album as well you'll you'll notice with some of the song names is um, that there's a lot of of place written into this so El Dorado um, every all the places that are in here if you're familiar with the Sierra Nevadas the small towns in the Sierra Nevadas in between Reno and Sacramento kind of that, that region of the Sierras um, uh, mentions just a, a ton of, um, uh, of different tiny little um, areas that were part of the gold rush uh, back in you know, 1849 the 49ers and all that stuff and um, I just think there's so much American music that's on the east coast where they're mentioning a lot of spaces and places and um, you have made those those places famous and i love that she's from the west coast she's from san francisco bay area sort of area and uh, i love that she's making the the, the area that we're from uh, out here in the west um uh, kind of more famous and so that's a really cool thing i'll pull this back up here as it ends
1: i'm from the golden state and i'm the last one left
0: all right, there you go. So that's El Dorado. Uh, the next song is called Where Did All The Wild Things Go? That's what we're listening to here. And uh, this is another good bluegrass jam. I'm going to pull it back up here for us.
1: Can you howl like a great pound? Do you like great- taller swallowed, blown your last dollar, it's And do you like to tie one on? Now the streets full of suits with hundred dollar haircuts. cuz you used to cut loose. Now it's uptight, airbrush, scratching my head cause we really, really wanna know. where it all the wild things good. Hazy, blazy, crazy, a little bit mad, cause you just got right. Red.
0: Yeah, so, you know, uh, she's part of this whole um, uh, jam grass scene that's been happening with Billy Strings and Green Sky Bluegrass and uh, Trappled by Turtles. And, uh, it, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of other bands as well. I don't want to um, leave out any, but um, uh, she, she plays a lot with Billy Strings. And uh, when they play, um, they, don't, they don't really get into really long, like, you know, 20, 30 minute long jams. But uh, all of them are, are stellar musicians. Molly has her own style on guitar the mandolin player is fantastic the fiddle player the kyle tuttle on banjo all of them take their own solos and whatnot and uh definitely fantastic live if you haven't had a chance to see him live yet you definitely gotta see him i'm gonna uh, bring this back up just for a second There. i love that I love that um, yeah and so this whole this whole jamgrass scene live is, is really honestly the best way to see these bands because um such a such a great vibe and um it's really fun to uh, uh to watch them now i'm gonna uh, fade this one out and i'm gonna pull up the song uh san joaquin give me one second here to um uh, switch over my uh, my songs Alright, so yeah, this next one we're going to listen to is, uh, like I said before, it's called San Joaquin. And uh, again, with that sense of, of place and space, um, uh, San Joaquin, San Joaquin Valley. And uh, this one's about a rail line, and uh, this is a really good one, too. So I'm going to listen to a little bit of this one. Would
1: do some good Despite every instinct I said that I would It's been six years since you put on that ring Maybe the road will fix everything
2: Put it on.
0: Alright, my bad I swear. I, uh, um, I said the wrong name of the song So we're listening to Yosemite Now this one is uh, featuring Dave Matthews So you can hear him uh, coming in there And uh, what a great featuring on this one uh, Dave Matthews coming in and uh, singing on this one So let's listen to a little bit of uh, Yosemite Yosemite
1: It's grown old, try some new scenery. So how many more miles? The ocean.
0: So, Yeah, Yos- Yosemite is. Um, if you never uh, visited, I think you've probably heard of it. It's uh, one of the most beautiful places in North America, and um, uh, been on the outskirts of it um, numerous times, but only been to Yosemite once. It's really hard to camp in because it- it's just tough to, um, to to get tickets. It's like buying tickets to Taylor Swift. <laughs> you have to like line up online and and queue up and all that kind of stuff. But um, nonetheless, one of the most beautiful places in the world. And and again, this this sense of of space and the sense of place is um, one of my favorite things about this album. Uh, she keeps coming back to um, uh, to naming these these places: uh, Modesto and Yosemite and San Joaquin and uh, all these different things. So that's that's fantastic. All right, so this next song coming up is called uh, "Next Rodeo." I'm going to pull it up here so we can hear the uh, the intro to this one.
1: Well, this ain't my first rodeo Been staring down the barrel since I left home Through the highs and lows and the hurts like hell Still reaching for the ring on the carousel I've been down this trail a time or two Knocked out, fenced in, but I broke through Life ain't fair and you can't fight it So take it by the horns and ride it Whoa, whoa, whoa
0: One, it's fantastic. You got a great chorus on it; uh, really comes into it. it's a memorable chorus. And um, I want to talk about a little bit of the other songwriters featured on this album. So, Catch Secor is from Old Crow Medicine Show, and uh, he he wrote um, this song with Molly. And then there's two other um, uh, writers on this one: Melody Walker and Shelby Mean. So, Melody Walker is uh, someone who I had on the show recently, a couple months ago, and um, great songwriter. Lives in Nashville, but is also from the Bay Area. And um, I don't know if, if, uh, if, I need to ask Melody about this, but um, if her and uh, Molly have uh, connections from their, their younger days, being from the Bay Area, um, this is something I, I've never asked. But um, nonetheless, um, both are living in Nashville now, and, um, and Melody's a, a, an amazing songwriter, and uh, she's put out some uh, some really cool stuff. She did uh, Jesus Was a Drag Queen, and I, I had that on uh, on the show and uh, to talk to her and um, and Mercy Bell about um, uh, the co-write that they did on that one and then Catch Secor is another fantastic uh, singer-songwriter and he, you would know him from Old Crow Medicine Show so um, he wrote the song Wagon Wheel You've heard everyone's heard "Wagon Wheel" a million times, and it's 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 um, Darius um, Darius Rucker um, from Hootie and the Blowfish uh, is is the guy who made that one super famous. I honestly prefer "Catch" and the uh, Old Crow Medicine Show's um, version of it. Um, I think it's a little more, I don't know, it's a little more rootsy, you know, kind of a deal. Um, but uh, but nonetheless, um, it, it, it's cool that the song has 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 the reach that it has because it's a, it's a fantastic song. Some people are annoyed by it because it's overplayed, but you know. That's not the songwriter's fault. Um, so anyway, Catch Secor, um shows up on numerous songs on this album. So all of the songs were written by uh, Molly Tuttle and, um, and 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 Catch Secor working together. And um, I really enjoy them; those two working together because they're they really great stuff. So let's hear a little bit of uh, next, a little bit more of next rodeo. Go my next rodeo, and then uh, the 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 next song that is the the, the last song on um, uh, the first side of the album is uh, "When My Race Is Run." Uh, I'm going to skip over that, and I'm going to uh, switch over the record. So uh, on to side B. So give me just one second here to do that. A little bit of radio silence for you. So. Here we go. Let's get it uh, get it queued up there. All right, yeah. So um, this first track on side B is Alice in the Bluegrass. And uh, I'm going to pull it up. We're going to listen to the intro, and then I'll say a few things about it.
1: Come gather around, folks, and a story I'll tell about a girl who tripped through the bottom of the well. Woke up in a dream of a curious habit. Chasing a little white rabbit. Well, she with a thud by the field mouse door, said, This don't look like Kentucky anymore. Not three times in her mind swung open, Alice had woken. So she danced all night with a bottle in her hand, lost in a backwoods wonderland. Toadstool to fiddle and a cigarette bowl. Where'd you come from, Alice? Why'd you go?
0: So this song is sort of a riff on the song uh, "White Rabbit," and um, they have uh, per- performed that. There's a video that's out there of uh, Molly Tuttle and uh, Golden Highway performing "White Rabbit," that song from the '60s. You know that old psychedelic song. Um, that's uh, that's really cool, and uh, the bluegrass version of it is is awesome. And um, they're at a they were dressed up in in all the characters from uh, from that book and from that movie in the video, and uh, I'm not sure what. Um, like what festival that was, but I'm pretty sure it, it happened at um, the uh, in Grass Valley, where uh, the California Bluegrass Association puts on the the Father's Day Festival every year. Um, the there's another one, Strawberry Music Festival, started playing there. Um, just fairly recently, there was some fires in Yosemite, and uh, they they moved that festival to uh, to Grass Valley at the fairgrounds there. And um, I, I went to the bluegrass to the uh, the uh, Father's Day Festival a few years ago, and I, I tell you what. That's such a welcoming group of people. One of the things I love most about the bluegrass scene is that everyone is so welcoming and so... Just like like if you're a part of it, like they just want you to be a part of it, and, and if you're excited about it they're, they're excited that you're there, you know and uh, it, it's cool because there's like some more traditional um, bluegrass types and then there's some more um, uh, you know uh, progressive uh, jamgrass types and everyone that I ran into and talked to, I was putting together a story for the Sierra Nevada Ally um, when I was up there, and everyone I talked to, whether they're into traditional or progressive or they're into both, um, everybody was just like, "Hey, you know whatever you're into." just don't be a jerk about it. Um, you know, don't try and, and, uh, uh deride or derail, uh, people who aren't into your thing. And, um, you know, just just be into it, and uh, she has deep roots with that uh, that California Bluegrass Association and the Father's Day Festival. I had a chance to talk to uh, Molly's dad, um, uh, Jack, while I was up there. I was interviewing Dom Flemons backstage, and um, I got to interview a bunch of uh, a bunch of cool bands um, that weekend. Um, but that's a side note. Uh, but nonetheless, um, I was backstage interviewing Dom Flemons, and Jack um, happened to be back there, and I, I recognized him, so I went and, and talked to him and had this great conversation with Jack about, uh, the, um, the, the youth of that festival and how there's always this always been for a very long time. This, um, this focus on, uh, teaching young kids how to play bluegrass and how to play their instruments. And, um, every year at, the, at that festival, there's a performance by the kids who come up and, um, and, and play some very, um, standard traditional, um, bluegrass tunes. But, um, but that was sort of the, 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 the system that, that Molly was brought up in, uh, Along with her brother Soli, who plays with AJ Lee and Blue and, and Blue Summit, um, and AJ Lee, Soli Tuttle, Molly Tuttle, and Jack Tuttle used to be um, a band together. Um, it was AJ Lee and the Tuttles, and uh, that was before Molly went off on her own on, and did her own thing. So, um, really, really interesting stuff going on in that whole scene. All right, so this next song, uh, track number two on uh, On Side B, this is called "Stranger Things. So, I'm going to pull it up and listen to this.
1: They say beware of stranger things What lies behind the looking glass Is not always as it seems And once you're gone you can't return I am the dying. the space
0: So a little bit more of a chill tune. Um, the sequencing on this record is great too, right? So there's um, uh, kind of a, a, a build up and a slowdown uh, happening, and uh, the next song is uh, is way more upbeat. Um, so it's nice to have those breaks um, built into an album and uh, and into a, a live music set as well. And um, you know, sometimes I wonder if the the, the album. As a a, you know the 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 LP the um, uh, just the idea of an album is kind of a uh, a a dead idea, but it seems to just be a thing that you know never seems to go away, and um, maybe never will go away. You know, artists have so many ways that they can release music nowadays; they can put out. They can put out, you know, just singles. They can put out EPs. They can put out um, anything in any format that they want to, and so it's kind of fascinating to me that the uh, the long play record in, in in the format that we have is is, is still a thing. And so obviously, um, there's been a vinyl resurgence, largely connected to Jack White and um, and his whole focus on uh, old technology like um, uh, like records and whatnot. He's not the only one, but there was there was he was kind of like the one of the main main people behind that whole deal and so it's just kind of interesting that records are still out there but let's listen to a little bit more of this one Okay. Well, another thing that I think is really interesting that's happening in uh, in, in the jamgrass scene is the use of effects on acoustic instruments, and you're hearing it right now with that uh, with the banjo player. And there's a bit of a delay effect on that. And uh, I interviewed um, the uh, uh, Paul from Green Sky Bluegrass, and we were talking about effects. And uh, he's talking about stereo effects in his in-ear monitors, and he likes to play around with that. And it gives a, a delay pedal, uh, a delay effect gives it, um, uh, the Edge in U2 is really famous for his um, his, his effects and, and his delay pedals. But um, it, it gives it this, um, this repeating effect, and... Starts to layer the sound um, in there, and you can create some really spacey kind of uh, sounds with that effect pedal. So it's cool to see that there are um, uh, uh, instrumentalists who are using acoustic instruments but doing them in in these really interesting ways. All right, this next one this is uh, called "Down Home Dispensary," a little song about weed. So let's crank it up and listen to the beginning of this one.
1: In Tennessee. Hello, legislator. The voters have spoken. There's too much politics in it, not enough token. It's an economic agricultural wonder. So, legalize the Southland and Rose. Hey, Mr. Senator, and that's can you please put up a town home dispensary in Tennessee?
0: All right, so <laughs> this is the only political song on the record, and uh. It's- Making a plea for legalization of uh, of uh, weed in Tennessee. So coming from California, um, moving to Tennessee, there's a bit of a culture shock. So I'm sure she's uh, missing the state laws back in California. Uh, But this one is fun to me because it sounds like Boogie Boogie Bugle Boy from Company B. Listen to if you hear it. Listen, think about that song, and then listen to this.
1: Legislator,
0: the voters have spoken. There's too much politicking and not enough token. It's an incredible medical wonder. So I like that line. Hello, legislators! Legislators. Hey, Mr. Senator. The, oh, sorry, I'm gonna get the, uh, the lyrics out. Hello, legislators. The voters have spoken. Too much politicking, not enough token. <laughs> That's fantastic. I like that. Here um, you hear a little bit of her uh, solo and some flat picking on the guitar. Let's listen to this. And if you don't know what flat packing is, it just basically is like a particular style of um, bluegrass uh, solo guitar. And historically, in bluegrass, the the guitar is a rhythm um, instrument. It's not really meant for for solos, and you don't really hear. In traditional bluegrass, you don't really hear too much um, guitar solos. It, it's it's kind of more of a recent thing, um, somewhat recent. I mean, Tony Rice, um, uh, you know, he, he, he was he was known for that. Doc Watson was known for uh, for, for flat picking, um, and uh, most recently, Billy Strings has really just kind of risen to the top as far as uh, flat picking guitar players go. But um, Molly Tuttle, I would put her absolutely up there in the same category as billy strings as a um, as a flat picker and um her her guitar playing is fantastic um this is another uh, more chill one this is called more like a river um so i'm gonna pull this one up for us and we can listen to this
1: bottles of wine drugstore X's and O's, chocolate kisses, fruit of the vine, well that's just fine, but we got love that won't run dry, it rolls along and goes forever, our love babe, it's more like a river, more like a river.
0: a good one. It's a nice, chill tune. I like that. That's fantastic. And so, yeah, like I said before, this this album is just full of uh, great songs, whistling. You don't hear a whole lot of whistling on records. More whistling. I like to whistle when I'm walking around the house. And I I really enjoy that. But yeah, this, uh, man, I just have to tell you, I'm I'm just struck by the record. When you put it on and just listen to the whole thing, it's... um, it's, it's really really fantastic so I'm going to skip forward a few songs onto um, the last song because that's one that I really like so give me just a second and um, let me get this pulled up so uh, yeah, I'm going to zoom on over to the last song and uh, this should be it, I messed it up last time so let's see if I get it right on this one uh, this should be the first time I fell in love All right, there we go. Ending the last song, moving into this, uh, this last track on the album.
1: I was only 17, watching Golden State upon the silver screen, the first time I fell
0: in all right, so a couple things about this song, uh, and what I love about it is, it's about the first time she fell in love, but um, it's it's the first time that she fell in love with uh, with herself, and uh, it's kind of this coming of age song. And I thought it was really beautiful. It's a really um, uh, interesting idea of um, it, that that moment, you know, when you're when you're a kid and you're transitioning into adulthood, and uh, you're starting to understand who you are as a person and the things that you love and the things that you're into. And all that, and uh, there's all these again uh, sense of place um, things written into here. uh, Watching Golden State on the silver screen, you know, Golden State Warriors. um, And uh, I I love this line. Um, It was rollerblades and cigarettes, EDM dubbed on cassette. Um, Never got into EDM myself, but um, uh, dubbed onto cassette. I think that's just a cool thing uh, throwing in there. And um, yeah, it was the coffee shop cranking punk rock marching band played down the block first time I fell in love just all these things that are you know the the experiences she was having at the time and um yeah I just I think if we all reflect on our our teen years we can go back and and, and think about um uh things that we fell in love with the 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 first time uh we we fell in love with a band or a genre of music or a song or um uh, things like that uh when you start to understand who you are as a person the things that you're into it's a it's a very special and intimate moment um that a lot of us hold on to and so i thought that was a a beautiful idea for a song so let's listen to a little bit of the soloing here
1: just have to laugh when i think of that first time i fell in
0: love Alright, so there you go yeah so like i said before this album is fantastic totally worth your time to uh, to dig through and listen to it there's great instrumentals there's great lyrics there's great harmonies um and just really well-written songs and um i just think um it, 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 it's such an important thing um, uh, to, to, to have um, well-written music like that out in the world. And uh, Molly Tuttle is just absolutely killing it um, out there with her, her, her songwriting and her band and all that. Living and kind of uh, um, having a moment for herself. So that's fantastic. Here, I'll pull up just the end of this song. So there you go. The album is called City of Gold, Uh, Molly Tuttle, and Golden Highway is the band. And you should definitely check that out. So hope you enjoyed uh, that, and I hope you enjoyed some of the songs on there. And, um, yeah, uh, go check out that album and spend some time with it. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Just a quick reminder to follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Like and subscribe to the show wherever you're listening to this. Leave a rating and tell a friend. Also, big thanks to Charlie Marks for providing the music for the show. Until next time, everybody. Have a good one.